So how many of you have opened presents already? Oh, good number. All right. We've, uh, we did a few last night for Christmas Eve. I have four kids anxiously waiting at home, which is another reason why not to have a 40-minute sermon here. <clears throat> they were at the 9 o'clock service. So we're waiting, uh, and we'll do it uh, this afternoon when I get home. But have you ever stopped and thought for a moment about where the tradition of giving Christmas presents comes from? I mean, we've been doing it for a long time, but have you ever stopped to think, well, where did this idea come from? Well, it's clearly connected to Jesus. I mean, Christmas presents are associated with Jesus at Christmas. One of the ways to see that is, obviously, when we do a nativity scene, we have wise men at a manger and Jesus is the recipient of gifts at Christmas. I mean, this is the Lord of the universe, and so he deserves the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh. And so one of the ways in which Jesus is associated with presents at Christmas is that he receives them. In the very first Christmas, he is the recipient of presents, and that's true. And that's one of the reasons why we give each other presents at Christmas. But there's another reason, or another way in which Jesus is associated with the giving of presents at Christmas. And that's not because he is the recipient of gifts at Christmas, but because from another angle, he is the gift of Christmas. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ, his only son, that whoever would believe on Jesus should have eternal life and never perish. That at Christmas, one of the reasons we give each other gifts is because Jesus is God the Father's gift to us. But you know what? There's still a third way in which Jesus is associated with gifts at Christmas. And it's another way of thinking about it, not so much that he's the recipient of gifts, not even that he is the gift of God himself, but on Christmas, Jesus is also the giver of gifts. Not only the recipient of gifts and the gift itself, he himself gives gifts at Christmas. And so what I'd like to do this morning, just for a few minutes, is think about Jesus as the giver of gifts at Christmas. So if you have your Bible, would you turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 5? Now, for some of you, getting up on Christmas morning and heading to church, remembering to grab a Bible was maybe not the first priority. That's perfectly fine. If you need one, there's one in the rack in front of you or underneath your seat. It's page 829 in those Bibles. Here at Calvary Church, we've been going through a series in the book of Ephesians. And while there's not a traditional Christmas message in the book of Ephesians, there is a verse in chapter 5 that really focuses on Jesus as the giver of gifts. So I thought we'd take just a few minutes 
and look at that verse together. It's in chapter 5, and it's verse number 2. It says, Live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And as we think about Jesus as the giver of gifts, I want to just point out from this verse what it is that he gives and who it is that he gives it to at Christmas. Notice it says, Christ loved us and gave himself. Jesus is present to us at Christmas is himself. Now, when I was about 10 years old, I remember being at Maplewood Park in Jenison. We were there for sort of a family picnic and gathering for my sister's birthday. Her birthday is in late June. And so we had gathered together, and there were some friends, uh, family friends that we had invited, just come and join us at the park. We'll go swimming. I think it was a lot cleaner back then, uh, and you could do that. And we'll just uh, celebrate together. And I remember, still only just about 10 years old, I remember a girl, Cindy, who was one of my sister's friends. She came with her family, and it was my sister's birthday. And what she had done is she had bought one of those banners that say happy birthday on them. I think we were like 50 cents uh, back then. And she had taken the banner and wrapped it around herself. And she showed up and she says to my sister, ta-da, I'm your present. And I remember thinking to myself, what a terrible present that is. <laughs> I mean, remember, I was 10. I mean, when you're 10, you want a toy. You want, you want something you can shoot people with. You don't want someone to wrap themselves in a banner saying, happy birthday, I'm your present. Now, as I've gotten older, I've come to see that someone who is giving themselves as a present, that's a much more costly present. That's a much more valuable present. Take a wedding, for example. In a typical wedding ceremony, we say something like, do you, Jim, take Lisa to be your lawfully wedded wife. But you can't take somebody to be your wife unless they give themselves. See, that's the beauty of a wedding, is you have two people who are giving the most valuable gift that can be given themselves, not some material object, not some possession, but their very selves their bodies, their emotions, their minds, their hopes, their dreams, everything that matters to who they are. That moment in that ceremony, they are giving one another themselves. To give yourself is a beautiful and amazing present. That's what it says Jesus gives us at Christmas. He gives us himself. That's why when we talk about becoming a Christian, we say you have to receive Jesus. Now, when we hear the language receive Jesus, sometimes we think of Jesus as sort of a get into heaven free card. 
that God gives you and you say, thank you very much. You put that in your pocket and you're all good. But that's not what, we're, that's not what happens. When we talk about receiving Jesus, it's because he is giving himself all of his hopes and his dreams and his emotions and everything that he is. He is gladly and willingly giving that to us. This is why the language of a wedding is so appropriate, so much so that later on in chapter five of Ephesians, Paul will use this same language, Jesus gave himself for us, as a model for husbands, giving themselves to their wives. Is that at Christmas, Jesus is present to us is himself. Now he not only gives us a present at Christmas, Jesus also gives a present to God at Christmas. Notice what the verse says. Live a life of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Those two words, offering and sacrifice, they're unique words which only show up together two other times in the Bible. And both of those other times are referring to the same thing. One is in the Old Testament, and one is a New Testament quote of that same Old Testament verse. Let me show it to you. It's in Hebrews chapter 10. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, so we're speaking about Christmas. We're speaking about his incarnation. He said, and he's speaking here to God the Father, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. Do you ever wonder what was on Jesus' mind as he stepped out of heaven and into Mary's womb? Do you ever wonder what he was thinking? Well, Hebrews tells us exactly what he was thinking. It tells us exactly what his last words were. As he leaves heaven to come to earth to become a human for the rest of eternity, he turns to his father and he says, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then he said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, O God. And with that last word, he stepped from heaven to earth to become a human forevermore. You see, at Christmas, Jesus is giving a present to God the Father. You see, God created us to have a relationship with him. The problem is, is we messed that up. We've chosen to go our own way. We've chosen to do our own thing. And because of our sin, 
because of the waywardness of our hearts, there is now a separation between us and God. And Jesus knows that the thing his father wants most in the world for Christmas is us. This is what he longs for. And as Jesus leaves heaven to come to earth, he turns to his father and says, I'm going to go get you the present that you've always wanted. You know what God wanted for Christmas is Jeff. This is what he's longed for. What God wants for Christmas is you and me. This is the present most near to God's heart. If any of you here have ever had a wayward child, you know what I'm talking about. All you want for Christmas is the child to come back. All you want is for them to come home. All other presents are meaningless except for that one. And so on Christmas, Jesus leaves heaven so that he might give God the Father the present he wants most in the world. And that's you and I. You see, today as you open presents and you give presents and receive presents and think about the gifts that happen at Christmas, what I want you to remember is the giver of gifts at Christmas. And that's Jesus. But first of all, he gave himself to us. The gift of salvation, despite our sins and failures. The gift of his presence with us in every situation. The gift of his peace in every circumstance. The gift of his friendship at all times, no matter what we do. Jesus has given himself to us. And he's given us to God. That though we were once estranged from him, because of Jesus' actions, we are now one with the Father. And that forever and ever, we will enjoy the blessings of God upon our life. This is why Jesus is honored above all names is because he is the giver of gifts. Remember that this Christmas. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for giving yourself to us. We're not worthy to have received such a gift. There are an infinite number of things you could have given us that would have been less valuable. But you gave us your most valuable possession, which is yourself. Forgive us for failing to understand that. Forgive us for failing to give our whole selves back to you in return. Thank you for loving us enough to do that. And Jesus, we thank you for your love for the Father. Thank you for choosing to give us to him. Thank you for what it cost you that we might be a present to him. Jesus, we want to say happy birthday to you. We love you. And thank you. Amen.